0: Hi everybody, welcome to the Exit Podcast. I'm joined here by Cindy at Nova Bin Wash. She's a partner at Nova Bin Wash. She owns a truck that they use to scoop up uh, garbage bins and clean them out as a service. Uh, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. How did you hear about bin washing and why did you get into this business?
1: Well, it's my daughter and I are um, business partners. And originally there was a third partner, Beth, and the three of us have owned a lot of small businesses for the last 20 years. And we just happened to be looking for a business. And my daughter was the customer of a, she, she had bin cleaning service at her home and she told Beth and I about it. She said, you should see it. It's just amazing. They just pick up the bins and they go over the truck and hot water and they come out and you can stick your head in it and to smell it. It smells so good. So, but then we thought dealing with trash bins, that sounds disgusting. Well, they came so early to her house. She had never seen who the owners were. And one day she called and she said, uh, I just saw them cleaning the bins. It's two women and all they had on were gloves. Like they didn't seem too afraid of the bins. So anyway, we got to thinking about it seriously. And we just thought it was kind of a no brainer, simple business. Every other business we'd owned had been a franchise. We were franchisees. And this, just the more we talked about it, we just thought, how hard would it be to build this business, come up with a logo and get the truck done, which we had already started to look into that to see how to do it. And there were a couple options in the United States and um, find customers. We were familiar with marketing to our other businesses. So we just decided just to try it. Every time we looked at something else, we'd compare it to how simple this business looked. And we just said, we just have to, we have to try it. So that's how we got into it. And um, our, we are in the same. We work in the same area that 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 other company works, and there's plenty of customers for both of us.
0: Oh, that's great. Do you mind if I ask you sort of what what other businesses you've been involved in?
1: The first business uh, the three of us owned it was uh, Curves for Women, fr- uh, fitness franchises back in 2001, and I started one, and my daughter was in college. She came home in the summer and worked with me and said, oh, I want to do this. And, and then Beth was a owned another business in the shopping center where I owned my first Curves. And she said, this seems great. Let's do, the, you know, I want to do this. We ended up being partners in a couple, but we ended up owning 16 Curves for women franchises. Wow. And then we went into the Massage Envy business. Uh, we owned three of those. Beth owned her own cook, cooking school for kids all three of us have owned mosquito, uh, residential mosquito franchises and we owned a dog grooming business and, and then we've owned this.
0: No kidding. Wow. I'm, I'm sure you've got tons of stories. Um, yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> that's amazing. And so, and so, uh, I mean, that tells me like you guys are old hands at this. You've, you've, um, you've kind of seen a lot of what there is to see in these small business arena. Um, yeah. So, so selecting this business was very, uh, it was a very informed decision and it was, uh, you, you know what you were looking out for in general. And, uh, so, so that's, that's really good. Um, as far as you talked about buying the truck, getting it wrapped and branded, um, mm-hmm. What was involved in that process?
1: We talked to a couple manufacturers in the United States and we chose a guide out of Florida. Uh, his name is John Conway and he runs Sparkling Bins. And he is was just very approachable, spent plenty of time helping us understand what the business was going to be like, what to expect. And... Um, explained that he had gotten into the business when he wanted his own bins cleaned. His wife wanted him to clean his bin, their bins, and he was like, "Some there must be someone out there that will clean them for me," because <laughs> he didn't want to do them. Yeah. And <laughs> and he found out the closest place was in the UK. So no one in the states was cleaning bins. Wow! But it is a very common service in the UK and uh, other countries. Especially. He started investigating it, decided to build a truck himself, you know, figured, you know, buy a truck, put the equipment on. He's mechanically inclined and he started cleaning bins. Well, as that business grew, people, he's in Miami, people would see his truck and say, hey, will you help me create a truck like that too? And he'd say, sure, but just don't come where I'm working. So he made deals right. with people to help him put a, put the truck together, but, um, protected his own territory. So he got, by the time we met him, he had been building trucks for people for, I think three years and, and he'd been running his mosquito, or his mosquito businesses, a uh, bin cleaning business for five or six years, maybe anyway, he had a five truck bin cleaning business uh in what was it um in a 15 mile radius five trucks in miami year long you know a full season like we only we only work for nine months out of the year right now okay so he was doing a full year so he gave us just was very transparent about takes to get the business going and how much he was making And then, so, so that was, he was doing both at the time. Now he, his wife runs the residential bin cleaning business and he has a shop where mechanics, the whole thing, and he's putting out bin cleaning trucks. So he's got two businesses now Wow! and he's really developed what, what the trucks can do. And he went, he started from like using a, I think F-150 with the equipment in the, in the trunk to now we have this a Zuzu truck, a 14 foot flatbed with all the equipment inside, you know, built in, you know, on the flatbed and then with aluminum sides that we brand and um, you know, it looks like a serious business. Yeah. But he offers things as as small as just a trailer, like a one bin cleaning trailer that can be attached, you know, that you pull with a truck sure. to something as big as ours. And ours is old now, we've had it for mm, three years, 2018. And now if we got a new one, the equipment has just become more developed. Um, I think they actually do steam cleaning now. We
2: Mm
1: -hmm. heat our water to 200 degrees and we have two heads on um, on our truck but you can only run one at a time to get the full pressure, the newer trucks he's developed it. So they can run both at the same time. Mm. So of course it's more efficient.
0: Yeah. That, that raises a question that, um, as far as the depreciation on the, on the truck, like how, um, is there like an expected service life? I know, I know that it's a new business, so maybe it hasn't kind of been mm-hmm. explored yet, but, um,
2: yeah, what do you expect? Yeah. Um, okay
1: well I know our competitors been in business for three years longer than we have and they still are running the truck they started with okay so I just think it's a they become more efficient but there's most of the equipment is power washing equipment that's on the truck yeah um, the things that they do it's adding we have 500 gallons of clean water 500 g- gallon capacity to carry the dirty water and um you know they've just uh, we've got the ability to blow out the lines in the winter on f- when it's freezing temperatures mm. those kind of things that's what they've you know they've just put it all together in this little package but it's the things that they get better at really just have to do with um i think oh the truck now the newer trucks run off the engine of the Isuzu truck instead of having a Honda engine.
2: Oh, uh,
0: so, you're, so your truck yes. has a separate, like uh, g- like a, a generator to run the power yes. wash. Oh, okay. Yep. But then, yeah, it
1: looks like a skid. It's called a skid. and I've seen them in power washing stores, the exact equipment that we have sitting on our truck. Uh, if a guy wants to go into power washing houses, he would have a very similar piece of equipment. So now this is what John has, I guess, really streamlined that he can get rid of that Honda engine and the truck itself is powering the equipment.
0: Yeah. Did you see, so first of all, um, as as far as the, the upfront costs, uh, A, like what kind of ballpark would, would someone be talking if they wanted to start up now? And B, did you see a lot of, um, was it highly variable between the various services you looked at or was it pretty much like the price is the price?
1: Um, the price of the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the prices kind of were all the same and a okay. truck like ours co- cost somewhere, uh, North of a hundred thousand, we paid probably 112, but I think it's possible the newer ones are more expensive, but that's a ballpark. Yeah, let's say you know, a little over hundred, but the trailer type would be as low as maybe fifty thousand. Um, okay. so you know, it's quite a range. Um, right now.
0: And are there trailer awesome. kits that do two bins or just, or is it just the same? There are.
1: Yeah, there are some that do two. We said that the trailer was not going to be option for us because it seemed like it would be difficult for getting in and out of tight spaces.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure efficiency has got to be a huge part of this business Yeah, and, uh, and, and the speed at which you can get from place to place. Exactly. Um, so... And and you with your experience in small business, I'm sure that you've done the 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 financing experience. You know, you got to know that inside and out by now. Um, is this something where someone can just walk into the bank and ask for a loan and sort of like like what what sort of what would someone have to provide to justify that kind of uh, financing?
1: Well, um, since the business is the truck. Uh That's kind of the only thing that needs to be financed. and John has connections, so with uh, truck financing companies. so he hooked us up and oh, we were just based on our um, credit, we were able to finance the truck. Uh, I want to say, I can't even remember how many years, but a very affordable, monthly payment that we felt we would be able to cover by very quickly by um, getting enough customers to cover it. Sure. So, yeah. So um, it, trucks are hard to come by at the moment, by the way, just like new
0: cars are. Sure. sure. Um, is it, but- is it, um, is it a lot of money down?
1: Because of our credit, we didn't have to put any money down.
0: Oh wow, that's great! That's fantastic. Yeah,
1: yeah we were excited about that. So yeah. the money involved that we needed to start the business, we had. Um, and different people would do this differently, different ways. We we were so early on in this idea in this country that people didn't really know that such a business existed. So we were kind of um, Introducing the idea to people. Now, people know it exists. It's really in three years, it's become much better. Well, you know, much more well known. Um,
0: yeah, I wanted so, to ask you about that. Like when you um, when you're marketing this to people, is it more often like, "Wow, I've been waiting for something like this," or do you have to kind of explain the value proposition?
1: Yeah, and uh, now it's like, "Yay! I'm so glad you're here." But uh, in the beginning, people were like, huh? You clean bins. Why would we want our bins cleaned? We put trash in them. <laughs> Just kind of like, well, because they smell. But what we've learned is the best customer is lives in an HOA and has to keep their trash bins in their garage. So people that keep their gra- trash bins outside of their house I could count on one hand how many of those customers we have. Um, So it's, and so people that keep their bins in their garage, they know the value as soon as they hear there is such a business. People are busy. They don't want to do this job themselves. The bins are so big now that, you know, it's hard you don't want to stick your head in there and even pick things that are stuck to the bottom off. So they'd much rather just find somebody. So, Often, whenever anyone calls, I ask them, how did you hear about us? And in the beginning, it was pretty much, uh, I didn't even know it existed. I was just hoping that someone would come do this. And now people all say, how'd you hear about us? And, oh, you know, I saw a truck. My neighbor, someone talked about it on Facebook. So they know it exists. They just didn't always know about us in particular, but they knew that they could Google something and find somebody in their neighborhood.
2: Wow.
0: Um that's, that's So really what cool. I
1: started to say, let me just say. Yeah, in go the ahead. beginning, we spent all the money that we had put aside for this was pretty much spent on marketing. And we did things like valpack and money mailer and other print things to try to educate people, but it was that's a pretty expensive way to get the word out. Um we did a lot of guerrilla type marketing too just making sticky note flyers and going into neighborhoods and sticking them on trash bins on trash day. Yeah. Um, That's our least expensive way to get customers. And that works because that's, even if they don't become a customer, you're starting to introduce people to the idea that there is such a business. But um, after the first year, we really cut back on advertising and just depended on uh, mostly word of mouth. And Facebook advertising, and that's how we do it now. We don't. We haven't spent a lot of money on advertising. I've done a little bit of uh, like geo fencing advertising just to see how that works. Where you can, it wasn't too expensive. So that's my big thing. I just don't want to spend a lot of money on it because it's so hard to make sure that your advertising dollars are working. Yeah in the neighborhood you want. So the geofencing helps you to target very small areas right where you're working. And then my hope is that when we're advertising on Facebook, doing our ads, then they're also seeing Nova Binwash pop up just when they're on their phone doing whatever,
0: yeah. um, just showing up
1: in, that, that as narrow... a second
0: market that narrow targeting has got to be, cause you know, like we said, efficiency is such an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I, I, I got a cousin who's in digital marketing and he actually was able to uh, create a, an ad that was marketed so tight that he knew his son would see it. And ah. it, was, it was for his son's birthday and he, and he like oh. had somebody record a happy birthday thing as an ad and he targeted it to his son. So like,
1: I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes
0: yeah you can really narrow it down and that's got to be that's got to be so valuable because a um it's cheaper than blasting and mm-hmm. and and b you know in your situation you really don't want to blast a huge geographic area no. because you got to go service that huge geographic area
1: right and so, we um in in our first year we went everywhere wherever we got a call because we needed to see where it was going to to grow right and after, in the second year, we went to all those areas, but we were driving the truck. Yeah. Beth was our business partner that was operating at the time. So she was driving the truck. So, but we, so it was fine because we weren't paying someone. But come 2020, I took over the operations and we decided to cut off a lot of the area that didn't make sense if we were going to hire someone would did we want to pay them to drive all the way to Arlington Virginia from where we are so we decided nope let's just narrow our focus to the most concentrated areas which happened to be um, Loudoun County we're in Loudoun County three weeks out of a out of four and then Prince William County and a little bit of Fauquier County um, the other week and the business has grown. We've doubled every year. Um, this is the first year we're going to make a significant profit. Um, significant to us, but it is not necessarily. Like, we have a full-time employee this year running the truck, so it's first year that no one has to be there. Last year we had an employee, but I was still working one or two days a week. Yeah. Um, so if I were someone that wanted to do this business and just have me be the truck driver, which is, uh, you know, the, the service person, this would be a decent, um, amount, you know, it would be a decent pay for this year. Yeah. I expect it to double next year, but next year we will also need to get a second truck.
2: Right. So,
1: But what I'm starting to realize is that um, there are people coming into the business now that have a completely different approach than we have. So our approach has been kind of like build something. We wanted to prove it first. So we feel like we've proven it and that it is a good business. And But we've just kind of scaling it slowly. Well, there are people coming in with a lot of capital, and they are saying, we're getting 10 trucks. We're, we're going to have a salesperson. We're going to just hit all the HOAs and make deals with the whole HOA to go through and clean their, all of the people in their whole neighborhood. Oh, wow. So they're coming at it from a different point of view than we were. We're kind of like a little guy just building a little business that... Um, and our goal is to i could i can see myself running it with anywhere from 3 to 10 trucks i could do that i don't know if i want to or just building it to the point that it's got value that we can sell it and we actually have talked to we're in conversation with two people right now about purchasing our business so we're at the point to sell it or scale it
2: yeah
1: and you know, uh, but I I just, I, I think we're happy with what we've done. Uh, we feel like it's been a success, but when I hear some of these other guys and what they're doing, I'm thinking, Oh gosh, we're just peanuts in comparison to them and what's possible. Yeah. But we started with, um, we didn't have that much capital that we were willing to put into it to start it. And, um, our dog grooming business, we were running at the same time and that actually died of COVID Oh yeah, uh, in 2020. So, um, so it kind of hit us financially in a way that we just did, didn't have a lot of extra money to be throwing at this. So we just said, let it just grow like it is. And, and it's been great. But if wow. I had an extra, extra money, I, uh, I think it definitely. We could have bought another truck or two. I did look at it last year, and I almost pulled the trigger. And I thought, oh, just just wait, just get one truck to capacity, and then, you know, purchase another truck.
0: Yeah. So that's where we are. Have you considered targeting an institutional customer like an HOA? Because that seems like that would really drive. Yes.
1: Yeah. um, We have, but you have to lower your price. Right To right. make that work. And we go between, all right, do we want to lower the price? Yes, you'll save on gas, but you will increase the um, wear and tear on the equipment. True. We, you know, the more you do, the more wear and tear there is. And I don't know. We actually charge more than most people do. And we're kind of happy the way we do it compared to those people that you have to charge $10 or less if you're doing an HOA and, and yes, you have to target them. You have to get it in and we need a whole new truck to do that.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: we just haven't, haven't gone there with this, but part of what we look at is we charge $78 the first time they have their bins cleaned. And a lot of people don't do this. They'll just say, um, yeah, it's $78 if you want it done one time. Or if you sign up for monthly, then it's just going to be $25 a month. We, our take on it is everybody pays $78 for two bins the first time. Then that makes them eligible to be a monthly Bi monthly or quarterly customer.
0: Yeah, I saw that. What drives that?
1: So we have customers. Yeah. Well, just because it takes, you're selling time, I think you're selling your time. And so it takes three to four times longer to clean a new set of bins than it does to do a monthly or bi monthly oh, or a quarterly service.
2: Just because they're accumulated.
1: So, so, yeah. So it's, you know, it's, if it takes us 30 minutes, I want to be paid for that 30 minutes right then. Um, And then when we come back for monthly, it'll take 10 minutes. But if we come back for quarterly, it takes 15 minutes. So you get paid according to what, how much time it takes, because I mean, that's, that's what we're we're selling is our time and we're hiring someone to do it. So I just, I don't ever feel bad if someone says, I just want a one-time cleaning. Great, I'll do one-time cleanings all day long. My stop then is I make $78 or grow $78. Um, rather than, it's it's just annoying when you go the first time and you're, you've got a monthly customer and we did it the first year this way and that's what we learned is, okay, yes, they're signing up for $25 a month but that first time, you think these people have not cleaned these bins for 10 years. Yeah. It takes time and it can be pretty disgusting. And you're just working yourself and you don't know, unless you're taking collecting all the money f- for the year up front, you don't know for sure they're going to stay a customer. So sure. we just got annoyed with that and we decided we wanted to just be paid for our time, appropriately for our time, and not make people be in contracts. And that way we're not gonna sweat it if they decide not to be a customer. The fall off of customers is minimal. Once they start having their bins cleaned, they are hooked. So the only time we lose customers is if they're moving, and very often they're moving in the area, so we just pick up cleaning in their new house. But, and a handful of people, due to money issues in the yeah. la- you know because of COVID, sure. But other than that, they they become a customer, they stay a customer, and some and I consider um, we have a lot of customers. They just call us once or twice a year if they want to pay seventy eight dollars. Just each time we come out, I'm fine with that because seventy eight dollars twice in a year is pretty much the same as um, their they be let's see they could be a court they could have their first cleaning and become a quarterly customer and have two more cleanings so i'm going to them three times or i can go to them two times for the same money it doesn't yeah. it doesn't really matter to me so we're happy with the way we have it figured out a lot of people try to have prices be so low because they think that's going to entice customers. But, and then it's hard to make money. And a lot of people have gotten out in this business and then out of the business because they just couldn't make a go of it because they weren't charging enough. Yeah. And, and I don't believe in going in and undercutting prices uh, in a neighborhood where somebody else is. Because then it's, you start a race to the bottom.
2: Right. And
1: more and more people that are going to get it, more. Uh, there will be more and more people getting into this business. It would be smart to just offer at least the same prices as other people or even higher and have it make a business that makes sense because you got to make money. And in the beginning, the way we did it, there was no money. We have, as owners, we haven't taken any money Uh, this would be the first year that we could do that. Yeah. But, and that we'll be able to if we want, but at the same time, um, whatever we're
0: making, we may decide just to
1: buy another truck with.
0: Yeah. How much, um, what are the, what are the variable costs? Like, like what I'm picturing just naively is you've got fuel, you've got cleaning supplies, you've got water. Occasionally the equipment breaks, you got to fix it. You got marketing. Um, is there anything else that's, mm-hmm. uh, or which of those is the big one?
1: Well, those are all, uh, the cost, to, but the one thing you didn't say that probably is the biggest cost is insurance. We have oh, to have wow. business insurance and, um, you know, liability insurance because possibly because it's a, uh, new business and they aren't all that familiar with it. It, it's kind of high. It's probably about $3,000 a year for um, just liability insurance. And then and then workers comp insurance, you have to have that. Um, I figured out this year to go with a company for payroll that does uh, pay, I forget what it's called. It's kind of as needed. So I've saved a lot of money on workers' comp insurance instead of just buying a blanket policy. Yeah. It just every time payroll hits, they calculate the pay, workers' comp on that payroll. Um, in some states, and Virginia is one of them, even though we didn't have employees, we still had to have a workers' comp policy huh. uh, at just because of the owners running the truck even though we weren't covered by it. I don't ask, ask me to explain because they had to ex- re-explain it to me every year. Like, tell me again why I have to have this when I don't have employees. And they said, oh, it's a Virginia law. Anyway, so insurance is high. Uh, so our truck payment each month um, and water is the least expensive. We get water here through uh, fire hydrants. That's the bulk water system. Oh. And uh, it costs like $3.50. 500 gallons of water and pretty much have to get water every day, sometimes twice a day. Mm. Um, And you just work, you you just work around. You start the day looking where the water is that's close to you so that you can work it in the schedule into the route. Um, And And you have to call the city,
0: I guess, to, to, uh, arrange for you to use their hydrants. Yes.
1: Yes. You have to um get a meter actually and that meter you we had a down payment a deposit on it that you don't get back until you end the business and give them back their meter so right. that was um like 1700 dollars oh, wow. um and it it doesn't have to be that high they've got a 400 hundred dollar one that we started with but and you use a um, the hose like a garden hose but it takes forever to fill the tank. So then we went to the $1,700 meter, which is a fire hose. And it takes from the time you get out of the truck, hook everything up and unhook everything, and get back in the truck. It's 15 minutes stop. Wow! Um,
0: okay.
1: So that's very fast to fill up. That's a
0: one a day, two a day kind of commitment.
1: Yes. yes. Okay. Um, then to dump the water can be the trickiest part. We in in Loudoun County, we have a, we go to a sanitation, the same place that the, um, what do you call them? The septic guys go that are dumping their septic stuff. And it doesn't cost us anything or they, we just go to the same place and dump right there. Uh, But you have to, again, you have to figure that into your route for the day. And in other counties um, that's a, they'll let different people go to like car washes. They make arrangements with the car wash. I was never able to find one that would do that because the newer car washes recycle their water. Mm. Um, and if you had like a farmer, <laughs> if you happen to know a farmer, farmers, the water is gray water. It's not black water. So it's a farmer wouldn't mind if you want to water his his field with it. It would actually be good for it. Okay. So that, that's something that people definitely have to look into to know what regulations uh, apply in their county. Okay. For, for dumping water. Um, some people pay to dump water. I've never had to pay for it.
2: Uh, when, oh, some people go things? to
1: RVs. Uh, yes. Yeah. You, if you use 500 gallons of water, you're going to have to dump 500 gallons of water because right. the, the truck is capturing the water o- obviously there's some water that goes to the ground but the the bins get held up over the hopper and that's where the water is dropping in as the high pressure um heads are cleaning the inside of the bin and it's just sure. water's going into the hopper um so yeah and the biggest right now uh, the cost of gasoline has definitely impacted us. Yeah. Um, I would say um, that's our, after the truck cost, gasoline is the second biggest cost. And it's gone up by a third uh, this year since yeah. the gas prices jumped. Um, and then and what else in the many- marketing?
2: how
0: many households do you service in a, in a, in a typical day?
1: Um, we average about 20 stops. Uh, today we have 25 stops. I kind of think of it in terms of how many times when I'm trying to figure out how long it's going to take for the day, how many times the bins are going to go up on the hopper. So if it's a recurring customer that's going to go up once, if it's a new customer. I, I average twice, but sometimes they go up three times. So in how long it's going to take us to get the day done. And um, so it, it could be if it's 20 customers, but five of them are new customers, then that's the same. I count that as like, that could be, that's like 25 recurring stops. So we yeah. just, I just have a math way a way of figuring out calculating how long it's going to take and probably the most uh because of our routes are we go to different neighborhoods um today will take him about six hours if he were if we just had a hoa kind of situation like we talked about i've heard of people doing they say they do like 50 stops in the same period of time that we could do you know our 20 stops.
2: So, um, so, um, so
0: this is just a guess, but I would Mm -hmm. think, well, so first of all, you you mentioned 10 minutes and 30 minutes. Is that a typical Mm -hmm. rule of thumb for how long it takes to do a recurring bin versus a new bin? Yes. Okay.
1: Um, a monthly bin for, and that takes us one person who's doing two bins. Uh, if two people are driving the truck, then it's going to be a little bit shorter because we we're, we dry the bins, we hand dry it. So one person has to hand dry two bins. That probably, that takes as much or more time as it take, took to clean the bin with oh. the heads.
0: And you, so you mentioned that some of these do steam washing. Does that cut that mm-hmm. time down?
1: I, yeah, that's what they say. Cuts okay. it down because number one, it's doing it. Uh, at the same time we do we put the bins up and then we pull one lever one bin is being cleaned put that lever up pull the other lever now the other bins being cleaned and then you put them down and if it's a new bin once you put them down you are going to be we scrub them we use we just get in there and scrub every inch inside and out we use dawn soap and um that way i can see because of the bubbles that everything has been touched yeah. and um, Dawn is a great degreaser. We don't use chemicals other than that. Um, if we do use something like for odor neutralizer or you know, sometimes pets or diapers might have more of a smell, we might use a odor neutralizer. But um, so, at, so the first time bins we're scrubbing, they go back up, we bring them down. There may still be stuff that needs to be worked on, like we might have to get a scraper, there might be paint in it, that we have to do a little more detail work, then up it goes again. And then once it's as clean as we can get it, um, then we dry the whole thing and use an industrial deodorizer just to give it a nice smell and pull it up to the garage. So that takes longer. If it's a recurring bin, we just pull them down. Usually, people leave them at the curb. We put them up on the truck, inside and out. You know, they the truck does the inside, then we power wash the outside,
2: mm.
1: and then we are just drying it and using the industrial deodorizer. Because once a bin's been cleaned thoroughly, it like we do the first time. It's like it may look dirty when you first look at it, but everything slides out with the two hundred degree water. Yeah, and um, and the the, it sanitizes and deodorizes at the same time, as long as the stuff hasn't been sitting in there for months at a time. So it's just quick.
0: Yeah. So if you're, if you're considering scaling up when you buy the, when you buy the next truck, you're going to have a different calculus on your hands as far as like, how many can I do? Uh, but also like, how hard do I have to work this equipment for it to be profitable? Because I imagine it's going yes. to be a little more expensive. Um, So, so like when you're, when you're setting yeah. up these routes, you're not just What I've heard about, about that. Go ahead.
1: I just have heard that the hoses don't last as long with uh, the steam cleaning. So I don't know. It may just be a wash. If I had a new truck, I might even get one of the older trucks. I, I'm not sure. Unless until I see how it works in person, I'm not sure that if I have to pay more and if it costs more to um, take, you know, replacement for replacement parts, it may be a wash. Yeah. It it just depends on what kind of routes you're doing. But so far, I'm I'm perfectly happy with our truck, and I. I think you we may save a minute or two here or there. And we're always trying to do that. But it depends on what it costs to save that minute or two.
0: Yeah. And this is just a guess. And this this kind of relates to that. But I would think that you don't have a ton of contact with the customer unless something's gone wrong. You know, they leave the bin, you pick Correct. it up, that's that. You probably need though a little bit of cooperation from the customer as far as like they gotta have the bins out on the day, they have to be empty. It probably helps to have them like oriented properly on the street. Do you do anything to like coach the customer to help you out?
1: Uh, yeah, we just ask them to leave them at the curb. A lot of people say, "Oh, my HOA won't let us do that because we go do the cleaning the day after the bins have been emptied." So we say, if that's the case, you feel free to leave them just outside your garage where we can easily access them. In other words, you know, if there's cars in the driveway, I don't want to bump into them as we're pulling the the bins down, that sort of thing. But most people leave them at the curb and we just pull up and clean them. And then we return them to the garage. uh, So they don't sit out all day in case the customer's not there. But um, what we learned is we kind of trained people in the beginning that we really weren't that serious. When we said, leave your bins empty, empty because there'd be so much stuff in their bins then we'd sit there and We have a, you know, handheld grabber. We grab the pieces out, like in the recycle bin, just empty cans and bottles. And finally this year we said, you know what? We got to retrain these people because this is not working because it's taking us so much time to empty what they've left in their bins. So our reminders we send out by text and email uh, before um, before we come out the day before, it says, uh, can you hear me? I
2: can I just, hear you. Yeah.
1: Okay, great. Um, it says uh, we charge ten dollars—a ten dollars service fee—if the bins are not empty mm. or not waiting for us. And that changed everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's. Have you ever had to? So, like, if if you're on a route, yes. If you're on a route and and maybe somebody's like a little bit out of the way. And they're sort of consistently like forgetting to put the bin out or something. Have you ever
1: had to like <laughs> fire a customer? No, no, wow. I haven't. But um, charging the $10 for me satisfies me because if they're out of the way, it costs us money in employee time and in driving time. And sometimes if the schedule's full, I won't add somebody to that day because I think I've got a full schedule. So if I can. You know, charge that ten dollars, which I do. Then they they may not be happy with it, but they're getting trained, and I'm. It takes care of that for me. And honestly, sometimes when it's a full day, it actually helps when someone drops off the schedule. You're like, (laughs) all right, we're gonna get them done,
2: (sighs) get everyone done.
1: But um, it's changed a lot since I put that. Since we've added that um, requirement.
0: Yeah. So any other like pleasant or unpleasant surprises, things you didn't expect going in?
1: Um, not really. It's a, it is actually a very easy business to run people because we can text with people and email with people. Uh, we, we do everything online. We have a very good software system. Um, that everything's in one place, and this that is critical. By the way, you have to have a good soft customer management software for this, mm. and so it does the routing. Uh, we do the billing through it. So customers, if they are like on a on a regular basis these days, people's credit cards get ch- uh, changed because of fraud and this and that. Yeah. So when I go to do the billing, and that happens, I just send them a link to their file here here's you know use this link to update your card it's all very automated so that's all very smooth and i think people like it and we like it um there's not a lot of contact having to talk to them and we just i don't know it's it's super simple i don't have complaints it's very satisfying to um, clean take something that's so dirty and make it so clean and people are delighted as you noticed that we have a lot of um, five-star reviews because people are just tickled that mm. this is done so nicely they didn't have to do it their garage not not only doesn't smell bad anymore but it can smell good <laughs> because of our uh our deodorizer that we use has just got a very pleasant smell and it's um again it's industrial so it's it doesn't dissipate right away yeah my, my,
0: um, so it's my nice. wife uh, we were in an HOA in our last house and my wife uh, was constantly complaining about the garage being disgusting. And uh, yeah, there you I, mean, go. I, I know she was <laughs> signed up hundred <laughs> percent.
1: That's right. Yeah. And people get super excited about it. It's really fun. So it's a fun business. Um, all the businesses that we've owned, we've always had to deal with complaints and this one, we haven't. It. It's just, wow. there's just nothing to complain about. Your bins are, super clean. Although we did have one complaint. I have to take that back one day. Um, a guy hired us to do two bins and my guy, my technician got there. He did the two bins that were in front of the guy's mailbox, but the trash company had put the bins down cattywampus. And so the guy complained because we only cleaned one of his bins and then we cleaned his neighbor's bin. (laughs)
2: Oh. <laughs> We're like, okay,
1: well, lucky neighbor we'll come right back and clean your other bin. You know it's not yeah. a big deal. so um and that has happened that's probably the um thing that the detail that has to you really have to pay attention to is well, probably four times we have cleaned the wrong bins because of where they get set down, or we uh, just it just happened the other day last week, actually, two houses townhouses very close to each other uh, with the alleyway where you clean the number on the house is on the front of the house then you have to go around to the alleyway and there are bins sitting on the at the curb so my guy said okay well that's it well he just kind of made an assumption because it was the day after bins were emptied it was the only bin sitting out well turns out our customer had left their bins by the side of their house for us uh, and this was their neighbor. So we cleaned their neighbor's bins, but they called us. They're not upset. They're like, hey, you didn't clean our bins. You cleaned our neighbor bins. They're like, oh, lucky neighbor. We'll be right back. So yeah, it's, it's not a big deal. The, uh, that's the worst thing that's happened.
0: Yeah, it's just a pretty straightforward model as yeah. long as you're showing up and doing it.
1: Yeah. And then, as with any business, the trickiest thing, if you don't want to do it yourself,
0: is getting good employees. Yeah yeah what have you approached that
1: well um the first last year was the first time we hired employees and it was tricky because they have to have a good driving record they can't uh, your insurance will not allow you to hire someone with certain things on their driving record so we had to collect driving records, submit them to our insurance company all of that and it was a it wasn't easy I have to admit. This year, we got super lucky and I, I um, used a recruiter who was actually focusing on service drivers for service companies, hiring drivers for service companies. So he did all that work and he just found me a guy that has been wonderful. So he's the one that went through the applicants and did the advertising and um, checked all the driving records and all that and came oh. up with this guy and so it's worked out well but if i i always do dread when i need more or if somebody doesn't last last year we went through we had two different fellows and you know that, that's the trickiest
0: part so well, you have to just no, go in if, with eyes wide open yeah you you're, you're talking about um it not being a really a problem with the customer what sort of headaches did you run into was was it just like sort of not showing up for
2: work or what
1: mhm yeah, um, not really wanting to work long hours. This this can be like one day might be six hours, the next day might be ten hours. Mm, um, okay. It's inconsistent. Uh, it's hot in the summer. Sure. Um, like I I went out just for a quality control day with my technician last week, and I said, "Where'd your glasses go?" He said, "They just slipped off my face." <laughs> so, <laughs> You know, he was so sweaty. So, um, you know, it's hot. So it has to be someone that doesn't mind that. And it's manual labor, but it's not hard. I I, sure. I actually did it myself for much, like the last six weeks, I didn't have someone last year. I said, you know what? I'm just going to do it myself. It was fine. It's fun. You're outside, you're taking something dirty, making it clean. That kind of is very satisfying to me. And challenging yourself to do it more efficiently each time that sort of thing it's it so the right personality it's a good job my person that I have now he likes the flexibility of it Uh, he knows how long it takes to him to do whatever the route might be so I let him I just say when are you starting today and I know that he knows that whenever he starts he's got to be done by sunset and he figures that out and we never run out. He's, he's never not done that. So he likes to be able to have some say over his schedule.
2: Sure.
1: And, um, he likes being outside. So it's fine. And he's very personable. So if he does run into a customer, they're always very impressed with what a gentleman he is. So that's nice.
0: that's great. Well, this sounds like, just an awesome business. And I I, I really think, I really think the folks uh, in the group are going to enjoy this. I hope so. Thank you so much for for coming on. It's, it's Cindy at, at uh, Nova bin wash. If you're in the area in Northern Virginia, be sure to check them out and sign up. Thanks for joining us, Cindy.
1: Well, thanks for having me. And I never mind talking with people that are serious about getting in the business and need some help figuring things out. So I'm happy to take calls if anyone is gonna take action on this.
0: Oh, that's awesome. I I so appreciate that And and I'm sure the guys will too. Thank you so much. Yeah,
2: nice, you're welcome.